Spanish Obsessed Beginners, episode 24, Making Excuses. Hola Liz, ¿cómo estás hoy? Bien Rob, muy bien, gracias. Okay, in today's episode we're talking about making excuses and the reason I want to talk about this is because there's some specific language which is often used basically when making excuses. So, you know I was a teacher in Spain, don't you? Yes, I know that. So I, I taught English to kids and often I would set them homework and often they wouldn't do the homework as well. <laughs> so even though it was an English class, I often ended up learning more Spanish from them than they did English from me, which probably says more about my English teaching skills. But anyway, one of the phrases I learnt from them was es que. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Es que... Es que, es que, es que. So this was something which I heard all the time. I'd set them some homework and then they'd come back the next week and they'd say, Es que no lo podía hacer porque... Da, 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 or es que... Da, 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 da. And almost every excuse that they have started with es que. <laughs> yeah. Still. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays. So that's our first piece of vocabulary is saying eske, which means the thing is that. So you can imagine every excuse you have might start by saying, well, the thing is that da 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 And the way you say that in Spanish is eske. Do you have an example for us? Eske cancelaron el tren. <laughs> yeah. Liz, ¿por qué llegaste tarde al trabajo? Es que cancelaron el tren. So there's our first piece of vocabulary, es que. Another thing which I learned from the students was, ¿Qué hay que hacer? <laughs> Almost from day one, that's what they'd always say. ¿Qué hay que hacer? ¿Qué hay que hacer? What do we have to do? <laughs> <laughs> there's two things which I learned from those kids. Anyway, there's some other ways of saying that kind of thing. So of saying es que. What, what's some other vocabulary that we could use there? Resulta que... Resulta que... Resulta que... This comes from the verb resultar. So to result, if you like. So I would say the best translation for this is It turns out that resulta que cancelaron el tren. It turns out they cancelled the train. Algo me pasó. Algo me pasó. Algo me pasó. So this comes from the verb pasar. So almost a literal translation is something passed me. So you, it's basically saying something happened to me. Algo me pasó. Algo me pasó. Okay, so there's, there's some introductory phrases that you might use to start your excuse. Could you go through them again? Es que... Es que... Resulta que, resulta que, algo me pasó, algo me pasó. Gracias, Liz. Mm. Okay, let's move on to some phrases with the word for excuse. ¿Cómo se dice excuse en español? Excusa. Excusa, so very similar, an easy one to remember. Mm -hmm. So... When we say in English, 
you make an excuse. That's the verb you use to make an excuse. But in Spanish, you don't say the same. You don't say hacer una excusa. No. ¿Cómo se dice entonces? Poner excusas. Poner excusas. So the verb which is used is poner. So literally to put excuses. ¿Cómo se dice? Don't make excuses. No me pongas excusas. No me pongas excusas. No me pongas excusas. So using the verb poner with excusas again. No me pongas excusas means don't make excuses. And that no me pongas is the negative imperative. Mm. Or you also can say son excusas. Son excusas. They are excuses. Mm. Well, there's another way which I heard quite often as well. Puras excusas. Puras excusas. <laughs> Pure excuses. That's not when you're making an excuse. That's when you're accusing someone of making an excuse. Yeah. Puras excusas. Puras excusas. Sí, 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 sí. <laughs> so can we run through those again? Or como se dice to make excuses? Poner excusas. Poner excusas. Y como se dice... Okay, so when you're making the excuse itself, there is a specific grammar structure which we could use. So this is using something called the past conditional. It's saying in English, I would have done something, but da 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 da. So for example, I would have arrived on time, but the trains were late. That's what's called the past conditional. And in Spanish, the key word that we're using here is... Abría. Abría. So this comes from the verb haber, to have, as in I have done something, and it's in the conditional. So that's I would have. So habría terminado is I would have finished. So the way this works is we use that word habría, and that's for yo, yo habría, and then the verb in the past participle. This is quite easy to make the past participle. We take the stem of the verb and it finishes in either ado or ido. So, for example, terminar becomes terminado or comer becomes comido or trabajar becomes Trabajado. Ir, to go, becomes... Ido. Great. <laughs> so we're taking habría and then the past participle. So habría terminado, I would have finished. So let's take a couple of phrases with these. ¿Cómo se dice to arrive? Llegar. ¿Cómo se dice arrive early? Llegar temprano. So what's the past participle of llegar to arrive? Llegado. Entonces, ¿cómo se dice I would have arrived early? Habría llegado temprano. Habría llegado temprano. Let's take another example. We're going to teach you a new phrase. So this is something which I used in my classes all the time when I was in Spain. So to hand in homework, 
¿Cómo se dice? Entregar la tarea. Entregar la tarea. So what's the past participle, that ado or ido, of entregar? Entregado. So how would you say, I would have handed in the homework? Habría entregado la tarea. Habría entregado la tarea. And one more example. ¿Cómo se dice? To give back. Devolver. Devolver. So the way you could remember this is to think of to return something. So volver is to return. So devolver actually comes from that same verb. So to return something, to give something back is devolver. So what's the past participle of devolver? Devuelto. 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 So this is an irregular one. There are exceptions to that ado and ido. There's not too many exceptions. I'm not going to go over them all in this podcast, but this is one of them. So devuelto. So how could you say to give back the money? Devolver la plata. I would have given you back the money. Te habría devuelto la plata. O con dinero también. Te habría devuelto el dinero. Te habría devuelto el dinero. So, these phrases are often used when making excuses. I would have done something and then would follow up with but da 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 da. So, we've got a dialogue now, a mini conversation in which Liz has lent me some money and now she wants it back. So listen to the conversation, try and follow along. Rob, ¿tienes la plata que te presté? ¿Qué plata? Te presté 20 mil. Me los tienes que devolver hoy. Ah, lo siento, es que no lo tengo. ¿Y por qué? Te habría devuelto la plata, pero algo me pasó. ¿Sí? ¿Qué te pasó? Se me olvidó mi billetera. ¿Cómo así? Pues tenía mucha prisa y la dejé en la casa de tu hermana. Puras excusas. Esta es la última vez que te presto dinero. Bueno, ya está. ¿Algo más, Liz? ¿Algo más que quieres decir? No, que cuando llegué a Londres tenía muchas excusas. <risa> ya no tanto. <risa> ya no tienes muchas excusas. Sí. Bueno, muchísimas gracias y nos vemos en el próximo. ¡Feliz día! And that is the end of today's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget, you can get more out of this podcast by signing up for either a premium or a gold membership. With that, you'll get your hands on a full transcription from today's podcast, including any translations. We'll also provide detailed notes and analysis for you, as well as exercises on what we cover in the podcast. 
If you're a gold member, you'll be able to download both the notes and the podcast as a PDF and MP3, and you'll also get access to our two premium courses. To find out more, head over to our memberships page.